You're listening to Culturally Speaking. This is Janice. And this is Neha. And we're here to talk about all things cultural. Before you get into today's episode, we just want to let you know that this will be a two-part special because there's just simply too much amazing content and we don't want to cut anything out from our chat with Hudson. Enjoy! Okay, so we have um, another guest joining us this week on Culturally Speaking. Um, a very warm welcome to Hudson uh, from Dallas, Texas. She's a consultant um, that is now living in London. But Hudson today is going to talk to us all about the typical high school experience um, and the college experience in the US. So I guess to get started, Janice, what was your school experience like for you? So I, I think to preface this, I actually spent most of my school life in Hong Kong and I came here for sixth form. So came to the UK for boarding school and needless to say, I think it's a mix of both good and bad. Um, boarding school is super fun, but it is, I think it's a very distinct experience just because you're living constantly with your classmates and just not at home um and your life is at school every day so I went to a pretty strict school I would say all girls school um so have you guys seen Centrinians yeah okay for people who have seen Centrinians that is basically what school was like for me apart from the kind of ridiculous levels of wealth I guess or the borderline illegal things they were doing um but there was definitely a lot of sports um like netball I played years and years of netball tried lacrosse got scared by field hockey didn't really do that but then otherwise pretty academic based and then uni you know both of us we went to universities in the UK and I think probably quite similar to everybody else in the UK who went to university yeah your freshest week uh decent amount of having fun mixed in <laughs> with trying to work hard yeah how about you how was how was school like for you um so yeah I, I went to school in the UK and it was I went to very small schools um also girls schools quite traditional I guess um kind of a big focus on being very involved in school life I guess there was a lot of sports there was a lot of extracurriculars a lot of music drama um so yeah all in all it was pretty uh, to my kind of 16 17 year old self like I didn't know anything else because it's I'd always been in that sort of environment and then uni was distinctly different um I moved to London um but yeah, a lot of a lot of fun. I don't think my school experience probably speaks to how school is for everybody in the UK because I think we went to quite um, schools that are, I guess are, like you say probably small on compared to the average school size. Um, they were like girls only schools, which isn't all that normal um, on the whole. But yeah, that's kind of what it was. So I guess husband having listened to our experiences what was school like for you and, and where was it um school for me was in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania which is on the western side of the state um huge school huge probably like seven <clears throat> excuse me like 700 people 
in our graduating class alone. Um, my, I guess it's funny because like my day-to-day stuff, so like my regular school life probably seems quite average to me, but it's like the one-off events that would be probably more interesting or uh, culturally American um, compared to, I guess, what you guys are used to. Like regular school, go in, have your classes all day, um, sports after, which is all kind of fine. Um, really strong emphasis, obviously, on trying to get involved and play sports and be super kind of community focused. Um, but only in the fact that like at home, it's so divided by like where you live. And I mean that based on, so like I went to school at this place called Pine Richland. And then we knew that like North Allegheny was near us, but that was a different school district and Mars was like a different school district. And everyone gets super, super, super competitive amongst them. So like everything that you do is just to try and like beat out this other school and these completely like arbitrary things. So it's like, you know, whenever you were playing sports, it was always to try and like beat these certain teams and to be like, you know, we are Pine Richland and it's just this huge focus on like school spirit, um, which I don't really subscribe to, to be quite honest, but um, <laughs> some people absolutely did. Um, like even high school football games were always like absolutely mental so like for us effectively like every single Friday was a football game whether it was home or away it didn't really matter because everyone like traveled out and so like the guys that played when I was in school like a couple of years beforehand they were really really good they like went to the state championships and you're like okay I get it you're good cool get all the kudos that you want my year and when I was in high school everyone was awful and I mean like genuinely (laughs) genuinely awful but like these people were completely revered so like you know you go into school and like on game days for any sport you like wear your kit during school as if to be like this is the sport that I play so like the guys that played football would wear their football jerseys like when I played tennis we'd wear like totally inappropriate but like tiny little like you know tennis skirts into classes which like looking back I mean you wore spandex underneath but still um but like these guys would you know wear their wear their jerseys around school all day our football stadium like so wait yeah so that part is real then you know like if you watch glee and things where people actually wear their uniforms Uh uh-huh totally real that's crazy like I never wore Unless we had like an away game and we had to travel straight after school, we would never be wearing a sports kit. It's funny. Yeah. We actually had a thing where you couldn't wear your sports kit. Like it just it wasn't allowed. And also, I guess both to your point of, I assume you didn't wear a school uniform. No, we didn't. No, so oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that was also no. public school. So there's probably a difference between public and if we went to private. Um, Yeah completely stereotypical in the wearing jerseys to school which I didn't even realize was not a thing here no it's really not but interestingly why are these football players so revered like I've been watching QB1 on like Netflix and all these other horrific um football documentaries um apologies if anyone does like these documentaries I find them really entertaining but also really bizarre I thought like Last Chance U is really good, I yes, thought. Yes, amazing. East Mississippi yeah. Community College. I would love to just, like, see it, just drive by. And Brittany. On a 
quick sidebar, like similar to Last Chance You, like cheer was amazing. Like I would love to go back in time and somehow be a cheerleader. Were there cheerleaders? That's not the thing. Are these cheerleaders? Were you a cheerleader? No. No, No, she was on the tennis team. I guess if you were on the tennis team, you you weren't a cheerleader. You could probably do both. Um, But no, I didn't. Um, Cheerleading, it was really kind of funny because it's just like the people that you see in cheer are like properly talented gymnasts. Like that is a sport. The cheerleaders at a high school level, some of them did competition and they're, you know, really amazingly talented, right? Um, the kinds of stuff that was at my school was like wave some pom-poms in the air, kind of like NFL cheerleading. And it's just like more power to you, fine school spirit. Um, but it just wasn't, it was exactly as you see it in the movies. Like exactly. Can you explain to me what a pep rally is? Because I, for the life of me, still do not understand. (laughs) Pep rallies, a lot of them that do have them, it's like before these really big games. So, for example, like homecoming game every year is like a huge, huge deal. And it's like a multi-day event. Everyone gets super excited for it. Like the seniors get presented usually. There's like homecoming king and queen at the game. It's like all insane. Um, But the pep rallies is literally just like before these big rivalry games, everyone just like gets in the school gymnasium and they've got the players come out and they, you know, the band will play music and they'll talk about, you know, we need to beat whatever, Um, just kind of school spirited. But it's always usually focused around, for some reason, the football team. But that was at least just for my area. I presume if you were in, you know, Connecticut, where where um, lacrosse is more popular, you probably have something around that. But yeah, and our football stadium was like huge. Okay, yeah, I was just going to ask about the football stadiums really quickly. Yeah, our our high school football stadium, like, so in Pittsburgh, it was still tremendous, like really really huge, very like state of the art. Um, spent a fortune on it. Our school district did. Um, but then like you have places like my family now lives in Texas and in Texas, because it's nice most of the year round, football is a huge thing, but the stadiums that are there like rival most university stadiums, they're tremendous. And there's like full concessions in them. And then the whole town comes out. So it's like, it's not just students that go to these games. It's students it's the players parents it's parents who have kids in the district it's people whose kids have like gone off to university already that just happen to live in the area so like the whole town will come out just for these games and like everyone will wear the you know school colors and the school kind of printed garb and you know paint your faces and do all of that Friday night lights are real in Texas is is what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, completely. Completely. Yeah. So are jocks and cheerleaders actually always the most popular people in school? Uh, and where do they sit at lunchtime? Because this whole lunchtime <laughs> seating hierarchy blows my mind. The lunchtime seating thing is actually very, very similar to like the clicks that you find in Mean Girls. Um, okay. <laughs> so, like, at least in my school, um, again, not necessarily indicative of everything, but I presume it's kind of similar. But like, yeah, it is the the football players and the cheerleaders, or at least, okay. 
So not necessarily that always the most popular people are cheerleaders or football players, but you do find like a tremendous amount of crossover between them, or at least like the most popular people will be friends with those people. It was really strange. I don't know who decided that that was like the cool thing to do. Um, my school was a little bit different in, in the fact that they had a big musical program. So a lot of the people that were in music were really, really gifted and it was a huge community. So you had like the most you know, quote unquote popular people, but it was the most popular people within your cliques. So like the same people who were doing musical um, may not care at all about the people who were in cheer or football. Like it, it, they just wouldn't have overlapped. Um, but also with 700 kids, right, in yeah. one year, I guess there's room to have more popular groups that are different from each other and don't necessarily interact, right? Yeah, completely. I mean, and you still, like any school, you have your your mean girls and the guys who, you know, bully the underclassmen and stuff like that. But I don't think that's particularly unique to um a high school experience in America. I reckon you'll probably find that everywhere. And the whole locker situation, is that <clears throat> real? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We've all got lockers. Yeah. Because we had lockers at, at, at boarding school because obviously you wouldn't carry all your books with you the whole day. But, you know, in, in all these TV shows, you just have so much time in between classes to talk and oh, bully people any... and shove people yeah. into lockers. Okay, so that's totally fake. That's completely fake. So okay. when, we went, when we went to school, we, we started class at 7.20 in the morning, which was so early. What? We, yeah, we started at 7.20. And then you'd go to class for, I think it was if memory serves, like, 42 minutes a class, but you'd That's only have That's a very have specific amount of time. Yeah, yeah, and we finished, and we finished the day at 2.26. You don't think they could have, like, added four extra minutes somewhere else to make it an even number, but no. Is that um, the norm for, like, all schools, like, all high schools? Um, the, the time might change a little bit, so, like, we had nine like periods in the day so for the most part that was different courses you'd have a lunch period you might would have gym um that was required for you to take um and maybe a study hall but more often than not it was just courses throughout the day and then lunch um but yeah but you only would have like five minutes in between classes just to like and if the school is tremendous you're literally running from like one room to the other do you have the same classes every single day? No, no. Okay. Um, so once you get to high school, your classes start to be divided up. So you might have a class usually two days per week, um, but it just depends. So some are a bit more consistent depending upon if it's like a core subject, but no, more often than not, you have a timetable that has you in class, um, one classroom, two days per week. Kind of like university is really, it's kind of a prep for you to go to school where you're suddenly not in the same routine every single day. So if you had study hall, which is what we would call it, the like free period, maybe you'd have two. Usually you'd probably only have one or none if you took more classes. Um, but you had to go to a specific room for that, like any other class. So wow. you, had to have a, you had to go to a specific room and like anything else, you have to sign out. So like we had far more checks in place or I guess 
on the flip side, far less flexibility than you all did. So like if we came in late to school, you had to have a note from a parent saying why you were late. If you left early, you had to have a note. If you, anything like that, you had to be like properly signed. Yeah, I think coming like to school late, you do have to explain that. I think we get more freedoms like post 16 because education isn't compulsory after 16 Mm -hmm. here. So in effect, you are there because you want to be. Um, But on that point of having to kind of sign in and out in the American system, is the hall pass a real thing? (laughs) I was going to ask that. Yeah, it it depends on the teacher. Um, But we got to a spot, because the school was so big, they don't want you just like, you know, say, for example, you're like, oh, I need to run to the restroom. Can I, can I, you know, leave the classroom? We had these things called like passbooks, which were, you get them at the start of the year. And it's meant to be, it's effectively just a, a calendar. So you've got weekly calendars, you're meant to write your assignments down and that kind of stuff. I can't remember if it was Either the first couple of pages or the last few pages were exactly that. It was what time you're leaving, signed by a teacher. Um, so that effectively, if someone stops you and they're like, why are you randomly in the hallway? Um, you'd have to, if they were, if you were asked, actually show them that a teacher signed you out. That's actually more strict than I imagined. It's much stricter. Yeah, the school, the school system itself was rather strict just because they had to put that kind of thing in place but then like equally we had you know some things that they didn't care at all about so like when you get to your final year of uni I mean of um, of high school they have this thing called senior skip day which is literally just like all the seniors decide not to come to school <laughs> to school one day um but we got to a point where like our graduating class was doing it like you know, every couple of months would just decide not to go to school that day. And we just tell our teachers the day before so that they would know not to come into school either because it'd be a waste. So it's just like... That's amazing. And that was totally totally okay. Or like senior pranks were a big thing. Um, What did you guys do? (laughs) So one day everyone parked, um, parked at a nearby kind of farm that was owned by a mate of ours' parents. And everyone parked there and then would ride bikes and and like scooters and stuff into the bus lanes and all of us effectively this huge graduating class all on like scooters and bikes went in um when then one time they everyone parked in set up tents in the all of the school um from first thing in the morning before the teachers got there set up tents um and then people brought like portable grills and we all like grilled out breakfast (laughs) Um, and just like hung out in the lot. The year before, um, just a mate of of my sister and I um, pranked us. We had a four door Jeep Wrangler with the top that comes off, um, and they went and got ball pit balls and filled the car all the way up to the windows with ball pit balls, so that when we went out, we couldn't actually drive the car or get into the car. Cause they were all like, they were, they filled the entire thing. Um, and then the one that was, okay. The one that was, was really bad. The school actually got mad about, um, which was a couple of years before me was someone during like, because the school was so big, you had intersections that were particularly like crowded during certain times. And so during a class crossover, 
someone spilled intentionally um, paintball pellet things, whatever you call them, in the middle of that hallway so that people would step on them and they'd splatter everywhere. And they were neon orange. Um, funny, but not if you got it all over you, which I did not. So it was really funny, but yeah people did get in trouble for that but like the other stuff no one really cares because they just expect it so as long as you're not actually like harming anything Neha, did you have a prank day at school yeah we did like well. yeah it was a thing yeah. we also had dress up days so although i went to a girl's school the boys school that was um partnered with us they all dressed as smurfs i just i think i remember that happening um yeah we we did have pranks they were probably not as impactful because there's only like 75 people in our year or 100 at the boys school at best so it it's not as large scale as like everybody camping out or driving in bikes or scooters but yeah it it was a thing I'm more intrigued by these skip days though because I think this is something that's very different in the American system when you're like in a final year student here you need all the time you can get because you're going to be sitting exams in the summer whereas you've already you know that where you're going to college and you know roughly what you're going to graduate with right yeah but our our exam kind of process is completely different from you all so like high school and university kind of the same um roughly speaking for us but like you get assignments all throughout the year so whereas when i came to to lse for my year and suddenly had to study for one final exam that was worth my entire grade I was like what because at home the way that you do it is you get constant assignments you know throughout the year so in high school you get daily assignments so each time you go to class you're given a type of assignment you have to get it back so whether that's writing an essay or doing math assignments or whatever that might would be that's very rigid so you do have something every single day um and all of those points add up so it might be that you take a midterm or a final or some some classes prefer to do, you know, four exams throughout the year. And that might be weighted where each of them is worth 10% of your grade or 15%. And then the rest comes from assignments. Um, and then in uni, it's the same thing. You might have a midterm and a final or maybe three exams, but it's exactly that. You still, you might get points for participation in classes if it's a more active kind of seminar that you have to engage in or you get points for writing essays or writing kind of a large project or kind of proposal back um, to the business school so you have a lot of what I call like fluff points so <laughs> you still have to revise a lot for exams but it's not nearly as impactful as if you had to do otherwise. And so like at home, because in high school in your senior year, if you choose to take AP courses, which are effectively university courses that you're taught in your high school that you get credit for if you pass the exam, and that is one exam. But if you pass that, those exams are usually, I think in March or April, but we didn't finish school until June. So especially that last month and a half, all of your AP courses are done. Your exams have already been sat. You've got nothing to do until your graduation date. So at that point, like my mom got to a, <laughs> to a time when she was like writing notes for Sid and I, Sid's my um, twin sister. 
for us to come into school late and she'd be like please excuse Hudson and Sydney for being late they were catching up on their beauty sleep and then we'd stay for one class and we'd have a go home early note that said please excuse Hudson and Sydney from school they'd like they need to catch up on more beauty sleep and like that was and that was just what she would write and the secretary thought it was hysterical um that's brilliant because because you didn't have to be there anymore you weren't learning anything and otherwise you would just sit in one classroom all day and is spring break a thing spring break not really a thing in high school maybe for some groups of people but not one that I was a part of because it wasn't that cool um but in uni it's definitely a thing absolutely um people just like whether you go with your sorority or your fraternity or you just get a couple of mates and it's you know, a lot of it's going to Miami or going to like Punta Cana or one of those kind of like all-inclusive resort places. Um, I never did that just because it doesn't really appeal to me. Not that those classy. places don't appeal to me, but going to like all-inclusive places where like your only goal is to get up at eight in the morning and start drinking and then drink until one when you get sick. And then I just, I'd rather not. <laughs> we hear you. Okay. We hear you, Hudson. It's fine. <laughs> Before before we segue nicely into college life, mm. back to, I think, something that we all love, what is food like in high school? The cafeteria. Oh, Talk to us about the cafeteria. Um, I think I made it through my entire high school experience without ever eating cafeteria food. Um, it's grim. Like, it's really grim. Um, it, it's so unhealthy as well, but I don't mind unhealthy things. Like I'll eat chocolate every day until the day I die, um, and pizza, but it's just, you go in and it's like soggy, like cardboard pizza, um, was really, really popular or like, you know, just ugh, everything, everything is just like so, so, so processed. And it's by that same company, um, maybe called Sodexo. I think that they operate here as well. They also feed the prisons in America. So like take that as you will. Um, but yeah, and they had these one things that like I was obviously tempted by. And then I ate a friend of mine's once and it was just as disgusting as you think. And they're called Bosco sticks. And effectively they like come to like breadstick things in a pack, but it's not like a thin, you know, crunchy breadstick. Like you think otherwise it's like, like an olive garden like if you've ever heard the stereotypical like olive garden place firstly the olive garden we have to explain this to any non-american listeners i know exactly what you're talking about but um give us yeah give us a rundown of olive garden olive garden is like i don't even know once or twice it's this chain restaurant and people either love it or hate it but it's got a huge cult following and they've got they come out with like salad and breadsticks when you first get there and then the portion sizes are like absolutely insane. So it's these like heaping bowls of pasta and amazing pizzas. And I'm sure it tastes absolutely incredible, um, but it's probably like two times your average calorie consumption and like your daily consumption in one meal, um, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with, but it's, you know, there's a time and a place, but yeah, people absolutely love it. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I feel like there's one major thing that we have not talked about yet in high school, and of course, prom. 
So the UK has adopted the term prom um, and it has now taken on some epic proportions, but obviously its roots come from the American system. So you've got nothing on us. It is absolutely not insane. Okay. So starting back, because prom for us is like, I don't know, maybe May-ish. Um, and from like months beforehand, you have people doing these things called like promposals, which are meant to be like the creative way to ask, you know, your partner to, you know, or the person you fancy to the dance. So like you've got a process of that happening. And then once you get asked, it's like there are dress shops that are specific to prom dresses. And it's kind of like, if you were in an adult beauty pageant. It's like things that you would never want to actually wear in day-to-day life, like a lot of jeweling. I have equal parts, none, and a tremendous amount of shame that my one of my prom dresses um, Would you share like, a photo with us? Yeah, I can do that. It was, um, if I can find, I'm sure I can find one. It was peacock printed with a slit up the side with like a little bit of like- You had a bit of like side leg going on. Okay. Yeah, um, and a peacock feather out the it, oh. To be fair, I thought I looked awesome. You did. I'm that sure you did. In my that mind, is very Met Gala. We're gonna go with that. Yep, exactly. But it was it's very like Blake Lively. Never. Yeah, but it was things you would never wear in day to day life, which is what's funny because it's like, and I so distinctly remember being in this prom shop. And I was at like the dress store, and my mum was there, and she was like having me try on different things. And I went for at least the first time a semi-classy non-peacock dress, which was good. But my mom pulled out, like, the most gorgeous, like, black column dress with, like, white across the top. You would totally be able to wear it for, like, every single adult event forever. It's timeless. And I was like, oh, gosh, no. And I regret that decision, like, <laughs> 10 years later. I'm like, why didn't I just get that nice dress? Um, so you, like, go through that whole process, get all the alterations and stuff done, the guys are like booking dinner. Everyone's going with their groups of friends. You all get together for prom photos. <laughs> and it's just like So I laugh, but we had so we had like a a ball, which I suppose would be the equivalent. But we did all get together and congregate at one person's house and have photos. But that was more like we had like a cocktail party beforehand kind of thing. You know, we had some drinks, we all got together. We didn't even get drinks because we can't drink. We can't drink at that age. Do people drink though? Really? Like? No, I, I actually genuinely didn't. Um, just because, it just didn't really interest me tremendously. Which is actually a huge disservice. Is then you go to uni when you absolutely do drink, and you're like, oh, I should have had some experience before I started this. Um, yeah. Other other people definitely do, but it's it's strange because like, because it's obviously illegal it's like where are you going to do it you guys can go to pubs when you're 18 and that's not a problem but we couldn't do that and people at home are incredibly strict about checking so you couldn't just like show up at a pub and be a bit cheeky not that we even have pubs but the point kind of stands you couldn't go somewhere and then have them be like oh you kind of look like you might be okay because it was such a different age the fake id thing that's like our stereotype of everybody has a fake id yeah, in uni you do. Yeah, completely. Okay, but not so much in high school. No, high school, high school, like you really probably wouldn't. So, you go to someone's house, you take photos with 
your date. Also, the the other thing I've always wanted to know is, do you have to have a date? Can you go alone? You can go alone. It's just you would probably prefer not to go alone because for the only reason of when you get there and then you're all in photos like together and then if you're the one without um, like a partner so you find that usually people that are going as singles will go with a group of singles and they probably have so much more fun than the rest of us so okay so you have all these photos but the other thing that always tickles me is the guys always match the girls mm-hmm. um dress so like your date would match your peacock dress oh yeah but all he did was wear like a hunter green waistcoat thing which is fine yeah so like the girls get their dresses then you give usually a swatch of the dress that was cut off in tailoring to the guy they get a tux that matches that um still a black tux but you did the accent of colors i suppose do they actually give you what's that called a corsage yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. So then they would get a corsage that usually would match her dress, and then they would get themselves a boutonniere, which is the matching flower that they put in their lapel. It's all very... It's absolutely hilarious. So, okay, you've had the photos, and then you go to dinner, you said. Yeah, you might go to dinner, so like, we had this thing, what was it called? The prom fashion show, I think? So you'd all go to the high school... And, like, all the families and stuff would come, and you'd literally just, like, walk through. So everyone, like, all the families and, like, you know, other people with younger kids would come and be able to see people, like, dress nicely in their stuff, which is really weird. So you so walk some sort of catwalk, basically. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and then you get your limos, because everyone pretty much had a limo. Because, oh, of course. limo to the venue which for us was Heinz Field, which was the Pittsburgh Steelers football stadium in their big, like, function room, which is amazing. Um, cost. But, yeah, so you do so you do that. Um, you go and kind of have the evening, but, again, all without alcohol, which now is, like, a, you know, drinking adult frightens me. Um, and then you have, like, <laughs> prom king and queen that are crowns if you want to call it that do you vote for your prom king and queen you do yeah you do i know <laughs> sorry i'm I'm not shaking my head in despair i'm just actually enjoying the fact that all these depictions of american high schools that i've seen over the years whether it's been voc gossip girl all the other shows it's actually true like it, it is pretty accurate but that's what I mean. It's funny. It's like our actual like day to day schooling is probably not much different from you all's. Um, but it's all the other like add ons that are very kind of, I guess, American. Yeah. And I guess to, I suppose once you have then had prom, is that it? Is that the end of the school experience? And you're really then thinking about college and the next phase um, or you have graduation? No, you say you still have graduation, but like prom, you have your your junior and your senior year of school, or like say say you were, you know, in your so- a freshman or so your first two years of high school, and an upperclassman asked you to a dance, you could in theory go all four years, um, so it's like it's a big event, but it's not necessarily a kind of marker in time, I suppose. So like if you were a senior, you'd have prom. But then you'd still have after that your we had this like thing called a dinner 
Hurricane Cruise. I can't actually remember what we called it, but effectively it was like a send off for the seniors where they had us on this like boat that cruised down the river in Pittsburgh, which is really nice and a dinner and things like that. And that was kind of our bigger send off before we then had graduation. I love that you have a graduation from high school and you wear like a gown and a cap and everything. Yes, we have. Do you actually? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And they like announce your name and they have to do so many pra- so like so many practicings for how we not only walk in, but how to pronounce everyone's name, which is hysterical. And they like my guidance counselor just could not figure out my middle name and it really, really bothered her. Um, but like properly butchering people's names. Um, but then we practice, you know, the, fi- the final week before graduation, the rest of the grades are still in their final year of I mean, their final week of classes, and by classes, I mean more of them are just kind of sitting there in final exams, whereas seniors finish a week early so that you practice graduation for that week. And only for like an hour or two, and then you could go home, but still. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Hudson talk about the American high school experience so far. Tune in next week for part two, where Hudson will tell us about the American university experience. You've been listening to Culturally Speaking with music by Kevin McLeod. Please rate and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're on. Get in touch with us on Instagram at Culturally Speaking Podcast or by email. You'll find all the details in our show notes. Tune in next week for more culture. Until then, stay cultured.